You're listening to the Send It All podcast with your hosts, Hogan Meyer and Lucian Nodder. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Send It All podcast. I'm your host, Lucian Nodder, with my esteemed co-host, Mr. Hogan Meyer. Hogan, how you doing, man? Great, thanks. How are you, Lucian? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just getting over a little bit of a cold or a flu or fever or whatever's going around. But uh, around Portland. Yeah. yeah, apparently West has something too, so it must have spread down oh, to California. Yeah, yeah, it's a far-reaching cold. <laughs> so uh, I hear you have a guest with you tonight. Yep, little Kieran is here. You might hear him make some noise from time to time. He's almost done feeding though, so. I don't imagine he'll get too fussy, but you might hear his diaper being changed. Nothing to fear, nothing to be concerned with. It's all beautiful, I assure you. All right. Well, we're happy to have him, and in a few years, we'll be happy to play against him. Oh, uh, no, you won't. He's going to dominate. <laughs> all right, man. Well, let's get into it. Week six recap. Uh, we'll go over it quickly. Um, I know both of us have things we have to do, but we'll start off with the first matchup. It's hanging with Mr. Cooper. Uh, versus Bama Joe, both of them were two and three, and Bama Joe uh, took this one, and you were the only one to correctly predict him taking this. So, uh, what do you think yep. of this matchup? Uh, well, obviously it went the way I predicted, and I don't have it in front of me. Then, who are some of the key uh, players in that one? Uh, I don't have it in front of me either. So let me pull it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, hang with Mr. Thomas and Bama Joe. Uh, so we got Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers going head to head. Um, oh, okay. Some of the big scorers were Mark Ingram um, for Bama Joe and Jameson mm. Crowder uh, wow. with Sam Darnold back. But uh, yeah, not a not too high scoring affair on this one. Yeah. Um, but Bama Joe did take it handily, 165 or 100.65 to 79.45. Thomas, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, Thomas did not have a good showing. You were looking up, and then I don't know. Now you're in a two two game losing streak. Got to yeah. do, some, do something about that team. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the meh game of the week. It's Cooking Pies, who was one and four, versus Catalina Wine Mixon, also another one and four team. And Petey mm-hmm. got out of the uh, climbed his way out of the bottom and got to two and four. He took this one over Chad. Uh, you again were the only one to correctly predict this, so mm-hmm. I hand it to you. What did you see? What did you know about this game that that uh, P would take this one? Well, mainly just PD has a better team. I think he had a – I think Chad's players – had two of them put up goose eggs, and then PD still could have lost going into Monday night. Uh, looks like he barely avoided that. I think neither of them put up over 100 points. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. They both scored relatively the same amount, 92 to 88. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'm a little surprised because Chad had a good showing last week, um, so I thought he was going to put up a little bit more points than that this week. Same with PD, uh, but other than that, nothing too surprising. Yeah, Chad, you were a top scorer. What happened? I don't know. Maybe your team yeah. just took a break. Not you need to tell your team that it's not a bye week this week. They had to play. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, PD. You're not uh, at the bottom anymore. Uh, next game we have Fuck US versus West's stepfather. Um, this one, oof, Hogan, oof, indeed, coming. None of us. No. No. Eric took the cake, making you guys both three and three. What did you think? What were your thoughts going into this matchup as the matchup was happening and then after its conclusion? 
Well, going into it, I thought I had it as a lock. I think at one point I was projected to beat him by 40. Um, and then Eric's team started doing a lot better. So props to him, I guess. Uh, Amari Cooper also failed me. I guess he had an injury or something, but uh, and he yeah. might not even be playing this week. So, uh, yeah, a definite uh, shock. It's another horrible team I've gone against that still lost to. So, but of course, that with you, you turned out to actually be a much better team, and that was uh, the start of the turning point for you. So, let's see if the same happens with Eric. I doubt it will, but uh, good job, Eric. Yeah, you never know. He was carried. The victory was carried on the backs of James. Excuse me, James Connor and Philip Rivers. Yeah. Um, maybe it's time that we start giving Eric a little bit of respect. You know, he's got to win them. No, 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 it's not, no? not time for that. No, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, tried, yeah, he, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, uh, yeah, it seemed better this week. Um, yeah, Connor had a great week. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll just move on. I can see it's a sore subject for you right now. <laughs> Very All sore. Right. I might have to, I might have to take a few days off of work again. <laughs> Okay, kicking your butt curve versus Los Demon. It's a four and one versus a one and four, and wouldn't you know it, the four and one team came out with the victory, kicking your butt curve. Uh, Robbie gets it done again. What are your thoughts on this matchup? Another bummer for uh, Corbin, I'm sure. Didn't they both put up well over 100 points in this one? Or no, Corbin only put up 83 points. Oh, that's right. But didn't Robbie still put up a lot of points? Robbie put up 126. I think he was the yeah. third or fourth highest scoring team this week. Okay, so pretty good showing there. Uh, Corbin, yeah, not sure what's happening to his team. Usually higher scoring than that, but um, another good showing for Robbie. Congrats again on getting married. And uh, I think, I don't know, is he still on his honeymoon? I, I think he is, but... Um, oh, yeah. no. His honeymoon is officially over because he's playing me this week. Oh, yeah, that's when it ends, yeah. <laughs> you better get back right now. Yeah, well, Corbin, you know, I tried to help you out, gave you Le'Veon Bell and Robert Woods. Unfortunately, they just weren't enough to get you to victory, so... Bobby, congratulations. You're working that, that mojo, that honeymoon mojo, and getting it in. Yeah. Uh, and then for that matchup, actually, me and Paul were the only ones who said that Robbie was going to win. You thought Corbin was going to get this one. Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, I guess my fellow Raider, I put too much faith in him, but, you know, that's what we fans do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. All right, next matchup, we have the Jean-Lucien Picards versus the High Tide Experience. Uh, a greatly uh, contested battle, um, a lot of emotions going on. Uh, I, for one, um, you know, I leave everything on the field. It's a different day, different game. On to the next week. No hard feelings, Paul. You, you, it was a close game. It was really close, like less than a, uh, two points. Um, but unfortunately, someone's got to win, unless, of course, there's a tie. And this week, it was me. Uh, what did you think? What do you think about this one, Hogan? Uh, a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I'm sure I picked Lucian to win, didn't I? Uh, let me... Yes. Yes, you did. In fact, the only person you picked Paul to win was... was himself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but wow, a lot closer than we thought it was going to be. I thought you won by less than two points. As I po pointed out in our group meet chat, hey, if you're going to be picking up defenses each week and you've got a lot of lab to spend. I'm not sure why you chose uh, the Chargers defense over the Skins. I know that they kind of suck, but they were also going against Miami. Um, and if he had picked them up, which he could have easily, um, he would have won. So yeah. this one's kind of on you, Paul. It's crazy. And you know what? He, he rips me for uh, spending eight lab on a kicker, but that kicker yeah. 
scored me the exact amount of points I needed to win. <laughs> so, yes, the exact yeah, amount you wanted. And give yeah, that. Paul. <laughs> All right, next matchup, we have It's Complicated. There's Paul will never own the trophy. Uh, and this one, we all called it. Some people thought it was going to be an upset, but we all called it. And Miner took the cake. Miner won. Thank you very much, Miner. Helped me win 50 bucks off of Wes. I owe you a beer for sure. <laughs> uh, it's always a good day when you can make money off Wes. Yes, it is. Uh, but speaking of Wes's team, man, 93 points. He didn't even score 100 points this week. I know, I know. Uh, exactly what I expected. Toilet Bowl contender, not going to make the playoffs. Um, Wes, turn your life around, man. Seriously. Wow, you're just going to be winning a lot of money off of him at the end of the year. Yeah, oh yeah. Wes, if I was you, Although my, my, my team does kind of need to pick it up too, but yeah. I know. I, I heard it was falling apart ever since you guys played my team. But uh, yeah, I believe you guys pretty much. it up. Just get some rest, you know. Rip yourselves, change your diapers, get back in the game. <laughs> exactly. All right, now, lastly, our game of the week. It was a battle of the two titans, Pop, Lock, and Drop It versus Holding Your Money. And to all of our surprise, Nestor came away the victor in this one. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Uh, I wouldn't say I could – or, yeah, go on. Oh, no, I was just going to ask you. Could you believe yeah. it? I, I could believe it. This wasn't one that I thought was a lock, like me over Eric. I couldn't believe Eric beating me. But uh, this one, you know, Nestor's got a good team, too. Obviously not as good as mine because I outscored the crap out of him. I think I'm outscored by, like, half a point overall in the season at this point. So, um, but, yeah, Jason gets his first loss. Uh, welcome to the club, I guess. Finally, no one's undefeated. And uh, well done, Nestor. Yeah, I, I have to say well done, Nestor, too, because now I'm only one – one loss away from the top, so uh, I gotta. As long as you can keep that gap close, you can make the offs. Yeah. All right. Well, that concludes our uh, week six. Yeah, week six recap. We're already in week week seven. I can't believe it. Mhm. Um, oh, Great. our totals this week. Uh, so I had three correct predictions. Paul had mm-hmm. two correct predictions, which yeah, we kind of expected. Not much yeah. for Paul, and he put up. We did. Yeah. And then, but you won tonight or this week with four correct predictions. So that's a close one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, the, uh, the winner. And as we go into our year long totals, we have myself and the guest tied with 15 correct apiece. And Hogan mm-hmm. leads us all with 20, proving once nice. again are we're the experts. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, getting into some trade wars. Now, I think there's only been two trades. Uh, since our last show, and both of them involved myself. Yeah, you're going for the record. You're going for the – we had, what, three the week before? Oh, yeah. I mean, three within, like, a 24-hour period. Uh-huh, and then two more. And then uh, I believe I've used up all my equity. I have no more pieces I can move right now. So I think I'll be done trading for a while. Yeah. But, it uh, looks but... pretty solid as it is. So, yeah, I don't think you need to make any more moves. But um, I believe the world record is – a lot more, so keep making trades if you want that record. You know what? It's fun. It's half the fun. So I'm gonna It is doing. fun. Trading is fun. All right. Well, just to recap, everyone, because I'm sure you all know, because not many teams have been trading lately, but uh, it was Juju for Walker and Edelman uh, was my first trade, and I believe you came out in favor of both the people who got the opposite end of the trade of myself. Um, what do you think about the Juju and Walker for Edelman? 
Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I think Chad actually got a little bit of a better deal here. He definitely got some good value, as I've said before, because he needed to replace his tight end. The big question is here, I, I'll i be a little surprised if Edelman can keep up these numbers um, because New England receivers, you know, you got Tom Brady who can spread the ball around, plus they might start shutting him down towards the end of the season. And I wouldn't be surprised if they shut Edelman down a little bit too if they keep winning. Uh, what's gonna, what could stop them is if Buffalo keeps winning, then they might, they might, you know, have significant games all the way until the end of the season. So we'll see how that plays out. But also, I really think I think Juju's a better receiver than Edelman. Um, I know he hasn't been putting up as much points yet, but as I also showed everyone, he's had some really tough matchups, and so I think it's going to get better. So we'll see what happens. Not a bad trade for anyone, um, and yeah, it could end up being Edelman scores a lot more than Juju, so we'll see. But I think it's going to lean towards Juju. Either way, uh, Chad got a good deal because he got a good tight end out of it as well. Yeah, and uh, just my reasoning behind why I did the trade. Walker was someone I picked up off of the waivers. And honestly, I probably would have dropped him. So I didn't really <laughs> nice. want to do that. So I tried to package him with someone else. And then Juju was yeah. someone on my list who I was like, you know what? They're already playing with the back of the quarterback. And then they're playing with the third string quarterback. And then everything else isn't really going their way. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'd rather have a player who has guaranteed targets like Edelman with a quarterback like Tom Brady than uh, Juju with a uh, Mason Rudolph. So that's yeah. the trade. One or two. Yeah. Uh, it, it, might, it might have been a lateral move, but you know, I needed to inject my team with some new blood. Yeah, it was looking good. Now I was surprised uh, that you were able to get him up to where I was. Uh, Walker was, I think, the 10th, 10th highest scoring tight end at the time. So, um, yeah, well done. Yeah. Uh, and the next one involved me trading away Alshon Jeffrey and Royce Freeman for Larry Fitzgerald. Um, again, this was me trying to clear some space. I trading two pretty good players for a guy who I think is going to break out the second half of the year. In plus, he plays on, plus he plays on your team, so that's always nice. Yes. that's I, Although it makes me feel very self-conscious that I have David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald on my team. Yeah. Uh, the same thing ended up last year, too. Even though I don't try to go for my own players, um, but it ended just, up not working out. They just gravitate well. towards you. Yeah, yeah, they're drawn to me. It's that, uh, it's that fan magnetism. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that one, what did you think about that one? I thought, honestly thought that PD got more in that trade, but Freeman was just rotting away on my bench. I wasn't ever going to use him. And I'm kind of happy with my two handcuffs. Like if there's a bye week, I would be fine playing like David Johnson and Chase Edmonds together in the same matchup, just the mm-hmm. way that they're utilized. So I figured that Freeman was, uh, was uh, redundant. So what do you think? About yeah. That? Yeah, I think it was a, a better trade for you. Royce Freeman is the backup to Philip Lindsay, uh, who was, you know, a Pro Bowl last Pro Bowl last year in his rookie year. Plus, Alshon Jeffrey has been hot and cold, um, especially with Carton, uh, Carson Wentz and his little bit of possible injury issues here and there and his inconsistency. Uh, whereas Larry Fitzgerald seems to be meshing well with Kyler Murray, and as long as Larry has someone throwing it to him, he, he's going to make something happen. Yeah, old man strength. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for the trade wars. Um, I don't think – oh, yeah, we do have Wacky Wab, the game. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we can play with uh, Nestor here or we can play right now. What do you feel like doing? Yeah, let's let, let's let Nestor join us for that. Okay, cool. Then let's move on to the Hogan's LPO Q-plus community update. <laughs> all right. The LPO Q-plus community, as you all know, is that group of disenfranchised and marginalized tragic victims of fantasy football injuries. 
Eric Miller has never been part of the LPOQ plus community. And uh, so, yeah, as I was telling you uh, earlier, Lucian, I kind of forgot to look some stuff up, but I can tell you right now, Eric, no, your injury to Josh Gordon does not put you in the LPOQ plus community. Josh Gordon came into the league and I want to say 2012, He's played one complete season his entire career. In that time, he's played less than 60 games. Uh, so when you pick up a guy like Josh Gordon, you got to expect him to miss some games for one reason or another. And so, no, he gets injured. He, he should have been expecting something like that. All right, Me, about, on the other hand, what about Todd Gurley, though? Todd Gurley on Eric's team. Uh, also, also someone you should have been worried about. Uh, we've been we've known about this since last uh, last year's NFL postseason. That's true. Yeah, so it's not like it came out of nowhere and shocked him. It's like, you should have been ready for this going into it. And yeah. especially if you won anyway. I mean, God, yeah. uh, whereas I had the number three wide receiver at the time go down in like, what was like the first quarter. Um, basically gave me a goose egg. Deshaun Jackson, although I shouldn't be complaining about him since he's been injured since after week one. Uh, but who else do we have that's got some notable injuries going on? What, did you have anyone injured or who else uh, did, you, did you notice? Or? Um, I've got David Johnson and Alvin Kamara both with some injuries going on. Um, luckily, I yeah. have their backups, but I haven't been too worried about it. But they're definitely two people on the list. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm not sure. I haven't really been paying attention. Uh, just been yeah. busy with work right now. But yeah, no one's no major. One, yeah, there's right nothing now. major. Um, if they are, there's something that lingering from last week or the week before. So really, no one's truly in the LPLQ Plus community right now. That means nobody should be bitching too much about injuries. You know, um, I have two words for you. Deal with it and just move on. Just rub some dirt on it, guys. Come on. Yeah, get, get, put a little uh, castor oil in there, you know. Make sure it's running right. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I guess that's the end of that uh, segment. You want to bring on some uh, – or you want to do the ads Want to bring on our guests? Yeah, I'll do our additional ads. All right, cool. Take it away. All right, thank you. So our additional sponsors. Are you hungry? Don't reach for candy. Reach for a man snack. Reach for America's favorite beef jerky, Big Red's Jerked Meat. Big Red's Jerked Meat makes all your favorite jerky varieties, not just beef. We also make turkey, buffalo, koala, panda, California condor, polar bear. And now try the all-new teriyaki dodo jerky. Follow us on Twitter at Robbie Jerks Meat. Be sure to submit pictures of you jerking your own meat to be entered in our monthly Big Red Jerk Off competition. And remember, nobody jerks more meat than Big Red. Are you worried about your financial future, your savings, your retirement? McGovern Wealth Management can help you. Paul McGovern has been advising people just like you for over three days. At McGovern Wealth Management, our team of unlicensed professionals has emailed a link to a 19-minute YouTube video from 2017 discussing the wonders of cryptocurrency. So if you've been thinking about putting your life savings into a high-risk, low-reward investment, such as BitConnect, Coinier, or Kodak, or Petro, give McGovern Wealth Management a call today. McGovern Wealth Management is not FDIC insured, but is endorsed by the Prince of Nigeria. All right, guys. Well, I'm back with our special guest. You guys all probably know it because you read the group me chats, but it's Nestor himself. Nestor himself. Uh, Nestor, how's it going, man? It is going okay. How's it going with you guys? I'm feeling pretty good. I don't know about you, Hogan. I think you're feeling good. He's, he has I guess I'm just tonight. Yeah, I guess I'm just okay now. But uh, yeah, how's your studying going? What, what is it you're studying? Oh, um, I'm trying to get the Series Six license. 
like oh uh, yeah device. Mm-hmm. And it's all consuming. Well, you should make sure you're also talking to McGovern Wealth Management as you will hear in the ads when you when this goes live. So perfect. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. Nestor, uh I gotta ask, how's it feel uh taking home the victory this weekend or this week, taking on the undefeated team pop lock a drop it? Yeah. Uh <laughs> you know, I drafted this team to be undefeated and so <laughs> For the first few weeks, I was expecting a win every single week, yeah. and uh, I'm glad I pulled it out because uh, Jason's guys have been kind of overperforming for many weeks, and I thought I'd just be another one of his victims. So it was kind of looking that way, but pulled it out. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. And we're all very appreciative. You closed the gap between us all, so uh, a big thank you from the podcast. Yeah, no one's running away with it. Although it's pretty tight. I mean, no one's out of it. Um, oh. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Someone will be soon. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see after this week. Who knows? Uh, but so you're you're one of the newcomers, right. as we call you guys. I just want to know what are your thoughts on the league so far? Like, how's it compared to other leagues you've been in, and um, how long have you actually been playing fantasy football? Uh, been playing fantasy for about 20 years now. Uh, okay. Like middle school and. Uh, but I'll say this, you know, this is only like my second or third 14-teamer. Mm-hmm. I'm used to 12s and 10s. So uh, Wes and Thomas got me into some other leagues of 14. And I'm still getting used to the web, um, how to manage that throughout the years. But yeah, that's kind of been a struggle for me. Um, but, you know, I put a lot of effort into my draft. Um, I've never have a perfect draft, but I tried to put a lot of effort into my draft from pick one to 17, wherever we go to. And I try to ride those guys. And if I do my job well, um, pickups are less of an issue, ideally. Yeah. Wait, but did you, did your other league not have waiver wires and things like that? Yeah. So my main league, um, up until a couple years ago, only allowed three ads for the whole year. Oh, sure. uh, it's, a wow. deeper, it's a deeper bench though. I have like 20 guys and what we start now oh. 11 bench. So in that league draft is huge. Um, trades are huge. Um, but yeah, there's, there's not much fucking around at the draft cause you only get three. Now we get four ads. So that's a lot better. <laughs> um, wow. Oh, yeah. So, so that's where I learned to take drafts a little more seriously. I think than than a lot of other players in, in other leagues. And then of course there's the, the waiver wire waiver priority. Um, and that, that I got used to that with some of my, my side leagues, but wow, I'm, I'm working through it. I'm working through it. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, is this league fun? Like, how do you like being in it? Uh, I know I like, I like, uh, I wish I had more time to be on the group me. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I love talking shit. That's pretty much more important than trading players and stuff. If you talk shit better, your team will do better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, at least I'll I'll make it sound that way. And so that's been a lot of fun, guys. The the group chats. Um, I inherently don't like PPR leagues. Wes and I've gotten into that before. Um, but other than that, it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Awesome, man. Well, we enjoy having you. You've been a breath of fresh air in this week. 
some people could learn a thing or two from you because you guys are dominating right now. Simple at the top. Um, is there one team that you haven't played so far that you're like looking forward to facing? Um, this week maybe. This yeah. Week? Okay. Uh, okay. This Hogan, my old friend. Yeah. Um, and you know that one is it's going to be tough. I think I've been um, the underdog every week uh, in this season. Um, I think wow. so. And so I, I take that that my my few wins. What am I five and one here? Um, yeah. Is due to me knowing more than all these jokers at NFL fantasy. So um, I love it when you guys take chalk. Keep keep looking at those projections. Um, and hopefully, God, I have Kyler Murray starting, by the way. I don't know if you've seen my roster. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, right now. but, I don't but know, what, Denver's, what, third best pass defense, at least as far as fantasy points are concerned right now, so. Guys, I'm freaking out. I'm a, I'm a big Chiefs fan, if you don't know. I think Hogan knows this. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's, I think we, we, we all, all know. know. We Yeah, we can see your team name, <laughs> your team logo. We saw what you were wearing at the draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, plus, that's a Thursday night game too, so you know you got to think about that. Yeah, um, those are always tough. It's hard not to ride a guy like Mahomes, um, but two two subpar weeks in a row. Um, Tyler is running the ball a little bit more, going against the fucking Giants. Um, if I don't know, man, this is one of those things where um, you guys have seen this a million times in your fantasy careers. It's like you think of if if I'm wrong, and I have Murray in there, I'm a really fu- I'm a big fucking idiot. But mm-hmm. if I have Mahomes in there and I'm wrong, well, you know, I'm writing my my guy, so it's hard to pinch him. Yeah. You're the, the, the title character in your movie, your namesake there. So yeah. So I still haven't decided, guys, uh, if I'm putting in Mahomes against Denver, um, healthy Tyreek, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, I don't know if this changes your idea or your uh, your thought process at all, but the Cardinals are getting back Patrick Peterson on defense, so they're going to have a little bit better defense. I don't know if it's going to make them better or uh, put up more or less points on offense, but just something to consider that wasn't there, an, uh, a factor that wasn't there the first six weeks. And I'm and, starting the Giants defense, so if you really want to make it all about <laughs> like uh, Kyler Murray, then right. put that in there. That can make it really interesting. Uh, Saquon's a full go, right? Uh, last I heard, I mean, he wasn't in your LPQO plus or whatever community. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, no, not anymore. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to think about this tonight. I might flip a coin or I might just go with my boy, Patty Mahomes. But, yeah, so, Hogan, I don't know, man. I might I might create a blender and allow you to slip by. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like that. I could use that right now. All right, guys. Well, let's get into our week seven predictions. And why don't we just start off with what we've been talking about? It's it's uh, Wes's stepfather versus holding your money. Um, Wes and Nestor, we got you here. Uh, we kind of heard your thoughts, but uh, I'm guessing that you both are picking yourselves for winning this matchup. Always, regardless. Yeah, no, I think Hogan Hogan should win. Um, looking at his roster and his matchups, if Hogan drops this, it's it's complete mismanagement on his part. Um, <laughs> so I have a lot of faith in Hogan. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Experienced guy. He should come out on top. 
Yeah, yeah we'll see. DJ Chark does a little better for me than last week. That would be nice. Um, oh, I think he will against Cincinnati. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't like going against Julio Jones, but I guess we all know that Matt Ryan's favorite target is now Austin Cooper. So. <laughs> Dude, it's they are spreading it around a lot over there. Yeah. Like, even crazy. Sanu and Ridley are getting action. And Hooper, man. And then uh, on Hogan's side, Amari Cooper did not practice. Do you think he's going to be a go this week? I'm worried about that. Very, very worried about that. I'm hoping he goes. Um, uh, Garrett can't afford to lose another game, so I think he's going to put him in unless the doctors are like physically restraining him. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not to give you any help, but that's the Sunday night game. You don't really have a. Oh yeah. What's the DMP? True. Yeah, just play Allen Robinson and don't worry about it. Yeah, dude, you're going to beat me by fifteen twenty. Yeah, well, I might be trading Allen Robinson away, so that might be something you guys see soon. Oh, so we'll see. shit. Okay. That's, why I, that's why I have he was, in, he was on his bye last week. That's why he was on my bench, and that's and I haven't put him back in yet. I was going to put him back in, and then I got a trade offer that I'm still mulling over. Um, problem is I'm, I think I'm going to need him next week with my other receivers on bye, so I don't, I don't know if I want to trade him just yet. So we'll see what happens. Hey, Hogan, can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah. How, how do you feel about the Melvin Gordon uh, draft position you got uh, I mean, how are you feeling now? I mean, a little better that he came back sooner than some people thought he might have. Because remember, I didn't draft him. I traded for him. Well, um, and the players I traded away have done almost nothing. So I'm feeling good about that. Although I've started him a few times now, and he's really disappointed me. So that's not been great. Um, but, yeah, it could be worse, I guess. Okay. I stayed yeah. away from him because everyone was saying November when he'd come back. So a little early. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I was hearing the same thing. He wasn't even on my board. Well, hopefully uh, he breaks his fucking leg. We'll see. <laughs> well, they've actually been trying to force it to him these last couple weeks. Yeah. You've noticed yeah. that Keenan Allen hasn't been getting his share and all this yeah. stuff. And he hasn't even been putting up good numbers like Eckler was. So I don't know what they're doing over there. They're like yeah, I'm hoping to I'm... help this guy out. Yeah, he's not – I expect him to come back and immediately – take off and just shred the field up, show everyone saying, hey, I am worth that pay raise I'm asking for. He has not done that yet, so he has not helped his case at all. And I hope that many other players going forward in the future in the NFL see this and see Le'Veon Bell and just do not do these stupid holdouts anymore. It's like, come on, take your money, get paid, and just save it, put it, you know, call Nestor up and he'll help you, um, you know, he'll help you make, turn into more money. Do not call McGovern wealth management. So, yeah, but then they'll point to Ezekiel Elliott and say, look, it can be done. Uh, I don't think, uh, different, very different situation. Gary Jones is one of those out there kind of owners. Um, he's a lot richer than all the the other ones. So, I mean, he's, he's kind of a wild card there. Okay. Fair enough. I'm with you, though. I don't want to see people holding out. It just doesn't make it fun for drafting or fantasy. Or people who aren't even fantasy players. It's for football in general. It's not good. Yeah, those people, too. (laughs) Those people. (laughs) All right. Well, for this week, I'm going to have to go with Hogan as well. Um, I wish I could do caveats. Like, if Amari Cooper plays, oh, yeah, I'm going Hogan. If he doesn't, (laughs) oh, but... I can't do that, so I'm just going to go Hogan. Uh, are you taking for Hogan? me starting Kyler Murray? Can I ask? Am I what? Am I base? Are you basing this on me starting Murray ahead of Mahomes? 
No, no, not at all. I mean, Murray and Holmes, you can say their names in the same sentence. They're, uh, I think it's um, either or, you think you're fine. They're like top six quarterbacks this week. So I think you're good either way. All right. Thanks. All right. Uh, moving on to our next matchup, it's Wes's Paul Never on the trophy versus Jason's Pop Lock It Drop It. Man, uh, we've got a three and three team versus a five and one team, but the five and one team's coming off a loss. Um, Hogan, let's start with you. Who do you think is going to win this matchup? I mean, if you just say Wes, I'm going to bet against him just for the hell of it. But no, let's talk <laughs> about what's actually going on in that matchup. Um, and yeah, that five and one team is coming off a loss, but. Uh, that's the type of loss that wouldn't knock you out of the college football playoff if uh, you know you're you were up there, which um, which Jason's team still is for sure. Um, you got Jared Goff on one side, who has been goffle, as you all know, since I keep telling everyone, uh, against yeah. Carson Wentz, who has been a little inconsistent, but at least he's not manufacturing picks the way Jared Goff is. Uh, you got Fournette, who's been great, going against Frank Gore, uh, a little over the hill, Devonta Freeman, eh. Well, the single trade is, is someone on buy for, oh, McCaffrey's on buy. God damn you, Wes. Wow. Oh, so lucky. McCaffrey's on buy. I'm still taking Jason. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe Jake, no, Jason will make a trade and he won't need a McCaffrey. Yeah, maybe. Or, or maybe the rest of his team is good enough anyway. So there was a game earlier when McCaffrey put up about six points and Jason still won. So That's true. All right, Nestor, what do you think? You, are you saying that uh, no matter what, Jason can win this one? Or do you think McCaffrey is his team and he needs them? Uh, man, I've been watching golf. Uh, I have him in a couple of the leagues. Uh, I'm not, I w- I've am not. i never been big on golf. Uh, I'm not really big on the talent they have at wide receiver. Don't even get me started on their tight ends. And he's just, he's just not that good. Um, yeah. But that system is so good, and I just feel like this this could be a bounce back. I wish, you know, if I was a golf fan, if I owned him, I wish he were at home. So he probably lays another egg. That means Cooks is done. Um, Slayton, Tate, I don't, I don't see how Wes is really even going to break 100. Um, and, you know, Hogan, Hogan really said it right. Wes, inconsistent, but... Fournette's running hard. If Singletary's back, Allen should be good for 12 points, 15. I mean, Jason probably needs 100 to beat West this week. Um, I'd have to give it to Jason. Yeah. Up against Miami, they could have two pick sixes. <laughs> That's very true. Um, I have to go Jason, too, because, Wes, I don't know what happened to your team, man. You used to have, like, Saquon Barkley and T.Y. Yeah. Hilton and all these players, but now I'm looking at Frank Gore. Tate, Slayton, and uh, I don't know what happened. Goff. Um, <clears throat> I yeah. So those the exact same reasons that you guys just stated. That is why I'm picking Jason as well. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Next one we have Los Demons versus It's Complicated. Uh, Miner versus Corbin. <laughs> this one looks to be a pretty close matchup. Uh, NFL.com says that Corbin is going to win this one, 107 to 104. Um. Looking over their lineups, doesn't look like there's any injury concerns. What do you think, Nestor? Who do you have taking this one? Uh, man, you know, I always start with the quarterbacks. That's why I took one so early in our draft. <laughs> uh, Which it was a smart move. I, I'll admit it. 
I didn't think Mahomes was going to be as good as he was, but he definitely um, he definitely yeah. was. Basically, starts playing like Mahomes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, if you can have the, the highest scoring player in your matchup, um, that definitely gives you an edge. And so when we look at these quarterbacks, they're going up against each other. Uh, Cousins has been on fire for two weeks, but Stafford, man, the volume. That's why I was so low on carry on Johnson coming to the year. Not only is this the injury issue, but you can't stop this guy from throwing it 40 times a game. So um, Stafford probably has the most upside here uh, just because of volume. Uh, Le'Veon's going to – I wouldn't even start him against New England. But, uh, yeah, uh, Corbin, I think, might pull this out unless Saquon goes off. This is a tough one, guys. You know what? I'm going to give it to Corbin, though. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Hogan? What do you say? Yeah, I also say Corbin. Uh, I don't know how he's still projected to put up over 100. Uh, Miner had to make some changes here. He's got two of his most important players, his starting quarterback and the best wide receiver in the game right now, if I'm not mistaken. Chris Godwin are both on bye. Uh, so this is going to be a big hamper, even if Barkley's back, and even if Barkley does what he did last year, because he certainly hasn't done it this year. Um What's gonna be, this is going to be an interesting matchup, though. you got Thielen on one side and Diggs yeah. on the other. This will be fun to watch. And Plus, it's Miners starting Cousins. So, yeah, this will be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, yeah. I say it could come down to Greg Zerline uh, being very consistent and high-scoring kicker that he's been. This if It really could come down to that. I think it's going to be a close one, and I, I'm going to pick Corbin. Dude, and you got Stafford throwing to Marvin Jones on the other team. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to watch this game. Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just going to pick um, uh, Miner to win because I saw the Cousins to Thielen and Diggs, and then I just saw the Stafford to Jones. And I had to second guess for a second, but I think uh, he's. I think Miner's got some players that can go off. Tony Michelle, I think, is going to have a three touchdown game on Monday against the Jets. Um, Barkley, if he's back, he'll dominate. Marvin Jones, he put up a kind of a dud last week. I expect him to rebound. John Brown coming off the bye, I think he's going to eat. Uh, Diggs, after all that complaining, he's been getting targets. And then Mark Andrews is a solid tight end. Um, <clears throat> and I think that's why I'm going to go against the grain here, and I'm going to pick Miner to win this one. Okay, uh, moving on, we have our next matchup. It's Catalina Wine Mixon, Chad versus Fuck US, Eric. Uh, NFL.com says that Chad's going to win this one handily, 101 to 89. Uh, Hogan, I don't know if you have it in front of you, but any thoughts on this matchup? Well, uh, NFL.com also said that Eric was going to lose handily to me last week, and that didn't work out, so I didn't trust them when it involves Eric. This is a very uh, toilet bullish matchup. Eric is technically at 500 right now, and then you got Chad is 1-5. Uh, you got Jack versus Rivers. Aaron Jones has actually been pretty good. Todd Gurley, eh. Yeah, I say Chad takes this one. Okay. Uh, Nestor, any analysis you have for this? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to miss the chat, definitely. Um, hopefully Aaron Jones can rebound from last week. I luckily picked up uh, uh, Jamal Williams before the game. I was going to see if uh, Chad wanted to trade Aaron Jones' handcuff. Yeah. Well, he has nobody on his team that I want. So hopefully Aaron <laughs> Jones gets it done and Chad gets that W. I mean, I'm I'm looking at Chad's team, like Mixon, Demarius Thomas, Corey Davis, Delaney yeah. Walker. I don't know. I don't know if I can go for that. But then I look at um, Eric's team, Gurley, Green, great players, but are they going to play? We don't know. Hilton has been yeah. injured. Sutton's been doing well. 
I think I have to give this one to Eric. I think he's going to win this one. Eric, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy because uh, Chad had that really high-scoring game two weeks ago, I think in the 150s. But uh, he kind of put up a dud last week, and I don't know. <laughs> he's got Juju out. He's got um, Ricky Seals-Jones, but that doesn't matter. I don't know. That receiving core just scares me. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Bama Joe versus the High Tide Experience. It's Paul versus Bama Joe. Uh, 115 to 107. Bama Joe is predicted to be one of the highest scoring teams this year or this week. Uh, Nestor, what do you think? You think he'll match that or you think he'll, or what's the, you think he'll get over or under 115 points this week? Yeah, I got to go probably over. Um, man, this team's so explosive. Um, Russell Wilson, Jacobs, um, you know, the number one guy, Ingram scoring touchdowns almost every week. Uh, but I don't know if they're all going to play, though. What's his bench look like? Oh, Danny Watkins out. Ugh. Hey, if he's yeah. full health, I'm I'm definitely thinking, you know, 120, 125 for Bama Joe. But one injury and Paul might sneak in. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Eric has some good pieces, and he definitely has been putting up a lot of points. Uh, but so is Bama Joe. So, you mean Paul has some good pieces? Yes. <laughs> is it weird that Eric and Paul mixed up all the time? Not at all. They're both kind of relatively new Rams fans, and they're <laughs> I mean, neither of them live in Orange County anymore. You know, uh, I mean, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, Southern California Rams fan. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's in Colorado and Paul's all the way in LA, so you know. Uh my my mistake guys, you're nothing alike. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It, it's the names. It's the name. It's fuck you Wes. It's the Paul Never and the Trophy. Yeah. Every time I see Wes's name, I think it's Paul's team. So I yep. click on it to see what his team is and I'm like, This is <laughs> the right team. You guys are confusing me. Stop it. Yeah. Um so anyway, I yeah, I think Bama Joe's gonna win this one. I think he's got a better team. He does have uh, one injury, I guess, but then nobody's on bye. Um, over on the other side, uh, yeah, Paul doesn't have anyone on bye either, although he does oh, – sorry, he has a kicker on bye, secondary kicker on bye. Um, but, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be another close one, and I think it's going to be Bama Joe taking this one. Okay. Uh, I also have Bama Joe, so that makes us three across the board. Nice. Um, nice. Moving on, let's go to – have we done hanging with Mr. Cooper versus Cooking Pies? <gasps> Nope. No, Michael and Thomas. That must be because it's the meh game of the week, and I couldn't remember. In two and four, six. Yeah, two, two and four teams. Michael Thomas, uh, both projected to score over 100 points, but is that really going to happen? Probably not. Well, you know, if if I could start here, uh, Michael's sure. team has some serious upsets. Uh, there's a lot of guys on this team that I like, uh, starting with Patriots D, sure, but. Dorsett, if he's a full go and he's getting targets, that dude's a touchdown machine. Hopkins is – I traded him away in another league, but he's bound to get his at some point. Uh, Jeffrey, you know, red zone targets. Cook might blow up. Drake, doubt it. But Minshew, he could be good for three touchdowns. Going against yeah, he better be. All the Chark, I hope. I mean, I don't know why McCoy's not starting. I know they're going up against Denver, but Drake against Buffalo, that looks like a blunder. Yeah, so if you get McCoy in there, uh, yeah, I think Michael might, you know, do 110. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I think PD is going to take this one. Uh, he's going to continue his climb out of the the gutter <laughs> toilet bowl. Uh, and then Thomas, man, this might you might be two and five after this, Thomas. He was our he was our toilet bowl winner, I believe, two years ago, or was it three? It's hard to tell because he never did his. Uh, two, yeah, two years ago. Two years it was ago. me last year and Thomas the year before. Okay, yeah. Um, but Hogan, do you think he's gonna? Who do you think is gonna win this one? No, I'm also on the same page with you guys again. I say it's Michael. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he has not been Aaron Rodgers this year, and I think it's going to continue. I think he needs to shave that doggone mustache. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Minshew better perform better this week and get some more targets to DJ Shark for me. And uh, Michael Gallup's not going to do much because Amari Cooper is going to bounce back and catch everything that comes out of Jack Prescott's hands. So yeah, it's Michael. <laughs> All right. Can the commission this league force Jay Ajayi off Thomas's team? This has been frustrating me for a couple of weeks now, I think. I think Thomas read those reports that Jay Ajayi is healthy and ready to go to be picked up by a team, uh, which were clearly put out by his agents and managers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, man, if he wants to roster him, that's, that's you know, his prerogative. So. I finally let go of Antonio Brown uh, earlier today. Yeah. So. Got that. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, it was a couple weeks too late, but I know you're a, a Raiders fan and you had to hang on to it, I guess. And it was a second yeah. pick. It's hard. I know it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was the mad game of the week. I'm going to go and retroactively make your guys' matchup the game of the week. Oh, oh nice. Um, so just put a little extra a little extra stakes on that game. Uh, but moving on to our last matchup, it's the Jean-Lucien Picard versus the Kicking of Butker. Um, <clears throat> the NFL projects me to win 120 to 109, but as we all know, this stuff is bullshit. So, looking over the rosters, uh, Nestor, what do you think about this matchup? Yeah, uh, I mean, Lucian, I love your team. Uh, I see a lot of DNPs on my team. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, they're just keeping these guys fresh. David Johnson was limited last week. He played Kamara. I don't know what's up in New Orleans, man. That's got to be frustrating. But uh, waiting for uh, for Breeze to get back after the bye. Then they're gonna get get a kick yeah. in the high gear. There you go. Yeah. Well, you got the table too. You holding on to him too. Um. Well. Yeah. I mean, you should you should blow out uh, kicking your butker. But Deshaun Watson is he due for a one touchdown, two interception game? Oh, don't say that. Don't say TV? that. Come on. He was outpacing Mahomes, man. I know. Um, anyway, just don't throw him to Will Fuller because he's on the other side. Did you see all those more fouls? Fuller, by the way, I'm sorry. Did you see all those drops Will Fuller had? He's yeah, like, he had like three touchdown passes he dropped. Unbelievable. And, he, and you wonder why Watson doesn't throw to Hopkins. It's like if Fuller's not catching, why not throw to Hopkins? I don't understand it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Duke Johnson. Yeah, they involve Duke Johnson more. That's what it is. But yeah, you just, you just, you just, okay. Well, I'm, I'll definitely take it. I hope so. Uh, Hogan, what do you think? This is a tough one. Deshaun Watson, yeah, and he, he's got Robbie has a receiver and his tight end. So you know, anytime he throws to those guys, it slightly helps Robbie. So mm-hmm. Edelman could be great. But it, it really comes down to if you don't have any injuries, you win. Um, Waller should be good to go. 
Did you see that they just signed into a contract through 2020? Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. They paid that guy. Yeah. You know what it was? Yeah, but I look bet at they it. were so I bet they were so upset about the whole Antonio Brown thing. They're like, you know what, we're gonna reward yeah. a good player who's like yeah. a good person. Yeah. So anyway, and looking at the rest of Robbie's team, it's good, but I think your team's even better, so I take Lucian this week. All right, sweet. Um of course I have to pick myself as well. So that makes three for me this week. Um and I would say that wraps up our predictions. So uh without Oh shit! Did we we never played the wacky wab? No. Nope. Oh yeah, let's play wacky wab. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm gonna so just to lay down the ground or the rules of the game. It's called wacky wab or the wild wild wabs. I'm gonna list a player, the person who picked them up, and how much wab they spent. And you guys are gonna either kiss it or slap it. Kiss it if it's a good pickup. Slap it if it's bad. Like slap it out of here. Uh, so first up, we have Kirk Cousins. Was the most WAB spent this week? It was thirty WAB by man uh, by Miner for Kirk Cousins. Uh, Nestor, did you, did you slap that? Did you kiss that? Uh, I mean, I, I have to kiss it because Miner was in a desperate situation. Um, I'd love it more if he was a week earlier on that one. Um, but yeah, it's a this guy's gonna be a top fifteen quarterback the rest of the way should be, and Miner's desperate. So yeah, I kiss it. Okay. Um, personally, I would slap it just because I don't think anyone else put a bid out on Kirk Cousins and you probably could have got him for free. Ah, uh, strategy. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only reason why I thought I'd slap that. Yeah. Who else has a quarterback on by this week? Does anyone, it, when I was looking at each matchup, I was trying to look and see who's got people on by and, you know, limited flexibility. If someone gets injured tomorrow type of thing, I didn't really notice anyone else with a quarterback on by. Well, you got Kyle Allen, who I don't think is on any team. Yeah. Um, you have Mason Rudolph, who's not on anyone's team. I think exactly. I think the only yeah. two teams are some more, I think. So, yeah, Cousins has some upside, and then his last two weeks have been very good. But, yeah, I'm also going to have to slap it. Too much WAB, not a good enough quarterback for that. I know we had to pick someone up, but um, yeah. you don't put 30 on Cousins because he's too inconsistent. If you, you put a smaller amount on him, and if you don't get him, big deal, you pick up someone else because – while Cousins might put up another 40-point week, it's no 30-wab guarantee. Yeah. For me, this is just going to be – it's a one-week fill-in for him. He's going to go back to Jim, uh, Jameis Winston next week. I don't we know, but yeah. Have you have you seen Cousins next three weeks? Uh, it's not in front of me, but yeah, it's pretty so, easy, you're saying? Yeah, so I know he plays the Chiefs. Uh, so he goes Detroit, Washington, KC in the next three weeks. Uh, I'm guessing he starts them all three weeks, and uh, and that's about it. And then he benches them, and Winston gets to throw three picks for him every week. <laughs> that's the one bad thing about Winston. He'll put up great games, and then he'll put up real little bad ones. Yeah. Okay, uh, moving on to the next one. We have Robbie with 11 WAB picking up Chris Herndon. Uh, I believe on the last podcast, Hogan didn't even know who Chris Herndon was. That's correct. I still don't. <laughs> so then I'm I'm guessing that you're slapping this eleven WAP. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Uh what about you, Ness? Do you slap it or kiss it? Uh I mean eleven WAB doesn't seem like a lot to me. If if you're calling your shot, uh put your WAB behind the you know, what what is it? Put your, your WAB where your mouth is or whatever. Um <laughs> so Donald Donald's back. Uh, hopefully the Jets do better. They're looking better. Um, 
Well, 11 webs on a lot, right, guys? I'm still no, no. Good, but... It's like 5.5%. He's calling a shot. Go for it. Yeah, I'm with you, too. I, I actually picked up Herndon last week for zero web, but he came in with a uh, an injury that sidelined him for a couple of weeks, and I just couldn't afford to keep him on my bench. So, Robbie, you get to reap the rewards, and I hope he goes off for you, and you can trade him to someone else and continue to bolster your team. All right, moving on. New York Giants defense. Hogan, six wap for that. It's not too mm-hmm. much. Are you really no, not at the all. Giants defense this year or this week? Uh, yeah, this week um, I was looking at their matchup, and uh, if I can find it again now, it said that. Um, let's see here, my team. Well, they play the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, the Cardinals. Who? You know that, uh, um, Tyler Murray is one of the uh, top quarterbacks and not turning the ball over. Yeah. Um, well, but the Arizona has also been the 18th worst or best, whatever, like number 18 where higher is good. Basically they're, they're, they're middle of the road for putting up, uh, fantasy points for their opponents. So, uh, only six lab and yeah, I needed to pick someone up and, uh, they look like the best shot I had this week. So I'm going to kiss it, but yeah, if you want to slap it, that's fine because it's, it is the giants defense. They're nothing special about but I also didn't put any special amount of WAP on it, so. Yeah. What about you, Nestor? You s- same feelings? Yeah, I mean, when you don't you don't put a lot of effort into your defense, this is what you're left with. So, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. A lot of other teams probably score with similar points. Giants don't really turn the ball over enough. They get a good number of sacks every game, but, um, you know, the Chiefs had probably the worst defense in the league last year, but. They were like eighth, I think, in fantasy because they can sack and turn the ball over. So good luck, Hogan. Um, Thank you. (laughs) I didn't sound very confident, but I'm sure Hogan will take it. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, uh, defense, get them where you can. You never know. Any given Sunday, they can put up the points that you need. Okay, moving on, we have Ricky Seals-Jones. Chad picked him up this week for five WAB. Uh, Looks like it was just insurance for his uh, – um, tight end because he's on a bye this week. So, uh, what do you think? Hogan, you kissing this or are you slapping it? Um, is tight ends on a bye this week? Well, he picked oh, up. Okay. A, oh, 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 that. Oh, oh, the bye. tight end he picked up is on a bye this week. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess a tight end isn't a player you want to go too far out of your way to ensure. He has given up a roster spot, but he didn't really give up any lab. And, um, yeah, it's kind of very inconsistent, but he's got not too bad a matchup ahead. Yeah, I'll go ahead and kiss it. Not too bad. Small amount of wabs, good stuff. I feel like you can kiss all these low low uh, wab amounts. Yeah, because really. you're not really putting much money into it. Although yeah. these next ones, PD and Miner, both picked up kickers. One bid one wab, and the other one did zero wab. Nice bottom and dollar. I definitely slap PD for one, and then kiss Miner <laughs> for zero. Yeah. One is way too much. Yeah. I mean, it's not eight, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, sorry, we kind of skipped through those last ones, but there really wasn't the, any point to go through those lower ones. Yeah, the, 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 the defenses and the tight end and the kickers. Yeah. Yeah, no one, no one cares, including yeah. the people who picked them up. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I, I needed a defense to play for me this week, so there you go. I hear you. And that, and I wish I had that pass defense. 
<laughs> I know. He's only this guy's only starting on my team next week. Whatever. <laughs> Hogan doesn't need all of his players to play to win. I guess that's good. It's confident. It's a confident position. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, Nestor. Um, I'm going to end it right here. Uh, any parting words that you like to say uh, to the to the league now that you have your, their attention? Yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with my quarterback. By the time this is published, the decision will have been made, and I hope it was the correct one. Okay. I'm sure it won't be, but yeah. <laughs> uh, and Hogan, what about you, man? Any anything? Any last words? Uh, so yeah, welcome to the league, Nestor. I think you're the second newbie we've had on this season. Um, and definitely the one that I knew the most uh, out of all the four newbies, because you know I worked with you for briefly at US Bank. A lot of fun to work with you, a lot of fun to hang out watching football with you. So we're glad to have you here. Thanks, guys. All right, man. We'll take care and good luck this week. Good luck to you as well, Hogan. And everyone Thank else, you. just remember, hate you all. Hate you all. <laughs> good night. Good night.